The Bizarre Cast contains adult themes and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Greetings, everybody, to yet another episode of The Bazaar, and it's another New Year's episode. You're saying to yourself, but Richard, it's the 25th of January, and you see, I'm putting a deadline on this edit, but we're not actually recording on the 25th. You're saying to yourself, Richard, why is this out on the 25th? But if you're an uncultured person, you wouldn't realize it's the Lunar New Year. So, what happens with New Year's and New Moons? Lycanthropic things. We have with me today, Chris Caravetto, <laughs> Werewolves in Siberia, and we're going to talk a little bit about anything and everything. Chris, welcome back to the show. It's been a long time. Yeah, long time. I know. How are you doing? So, after that big long intro, and you, you come at me with two words, long time. We can do a better intro than that, Chris. How have you been? I've, I've been good. Uh, just uh, not doing a whole lot, but I've been good. <laughs> so truth be told, audience, we've pretty much wanted to do this uh, last year, pretty much to the day. And it just didn't happen. Things are very busy. Uh, last time we spoke was about three years ago. You're episode seven of the show and this is going to be number 75. So people might not remember you. Uh, what is your... Why would they not remember me? I don't know. It's like the greatest hits. But if you'd <laughs> like to um, just let the audience know a little bit about uh, what Werewolves in Siberia is about. What does that mean? Uh, well, it's just music project I do. Very reminiscent of the uh, 80s horror soundtracks and stuff like that. A lot of synth. Uh, goofy stuff some kind of scary sounding stuff and uh, that's pretty much what it is mm, excellent and yeah we're going to segue today because you have recently released a new album and it's terrifying tales from the mausoleum so i think just to warm things up we're going to play a track right now from that but as an old manager i had used to say if you've had too much to drink you are now into the goo <laughs> Please enjoy.
back from that lovely track and um yeah so with the new album you had recently taken a break um have you got your creative juices back do you think to a large extent obviously you've got the album done but uh why did you need the break in the first place let's dive a little deep to begin with um you know i uh it was kind of getting to that point where it's like ah, i don't think anybody cares anymore you know and it's like do i do i want to do this just to make music for me or you know do i want to do this and like you know do i care that nobody likes it or nobody cares you know and uh there there are definitely some people out there that that are into it so um you know i i kind of came to the conclusion that most of what i was burned out on though was uh just social media trying to uh keep on top of that is just it's not my thing i'm not really a people person so uh, i was just like you know what i'm gonna just kind of like lay low with that and i'm gonna work on music as it comes to me you know as ideas come to me i'll i'll work on some stuff and take my time with it i really wanted to uh really especially take time on mixing i feel like i usually kind of rush the mixing part like okay that's good enough and then i'll notice something uh couple days after i think i'm done but i'm like i don't want to go back and fix that so i'll send it off anyway and so this time i'm really happy with the whole package yeah no definitely because i must say having listened to it and it did take me a while uh because i'm not on top of my social media either and that's why i pretty much got you over to uh, use whatsapp because i was like here listen i can't keep on track of like twitter messages instagram messages email i'm like i just need yeah a handful of people <laughs> who i contact um because much like yourself and i've seen it a lot with a lot of other people people are getting really sick of social media and it's just turned into an absolute self-promoting circus and i'm guilty as charged i yeah i mean everybody's very... everybody's uh pushing themselves and what they're doing and then but if everybody's pushing their own thing, then it's all white noise. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's the problem too, is like, I would only get on there and be like, Hey, I got this thing out and nobody cares because they're all pushing what they're, they're doing, you know? Yeah. So exactly. I think that whole thing is just, <laughs> I, I don't know what the solution is to it, but you know, yeah. there's a, it's just uh it, it gets to be too much. Because around the same time I had taken a break as well and there was a big relax in the podcast. And I don't think I've ever really touched on it on the show yet. I know I had an episode beforehand with Robert Christopher just to say that we'd sort of be winding it down uh, to a large extent. It was just way too much. I was just got a new job and everything. And the free time, because I used to work kind of shifts, so it was easier to record in the morning and edit and then get a show out when we were doing that weekly um right and it was just a case of no i can't do it and again it was a case is there anyone listening who am i doing this for yeah very similar to yourself i was like oh it was just an uphill battle in my head but really it's just a, a passion project i definitely have realized that there is a group of people who do listen all the time and they never right. bloody pipe up. <laughs> I'm always asking for <laughs> feedback, and I never get it. So uh, I feel the... like you know I listen to like every episode, and uh, 
you would message me like, Hey, so what did you think? And so like, that's the only time I give any feedback. Yeah. Exactly. If you specifically asked me, I know, but I was listening to all of them too. So, <laughs> so you're at the guilty party. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, it, was, yeah. it was just funny. You're, cause... you're talking directly to me. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, to be honest, there's a few people when I am recording that I have in the back of my head that I'm like, I know they listen all the time. So it's, <laughs> it's sort of for them. Um, right. But you have to sort of envision that there is someone listening is the main thing. But yeah, I suppose given that it is the uh, lunar new beer, we just wanted to touch on. We didn't really have much of a, a structure to today, admittedly. Uh, we'll just find the shape as we go along. But we were discussing last year that we wanted to do this, as I had already mentioned. Jesus, I'm pumping sweat. I have to close the screen door here <laughs> to not have background noise. And it's like a sauna. Oh, my goodness. All right. So we just wanted to touch on a little bit today, just uh, the topic of beer, given the title. I did not misspell <laughs> New Year. Um, so it is possible, possible in the future. I'll be going over to the US uh, to maybe have a new abode. I'm not too sure. But over in your neck of the woods, Chris, you have some lovely, lovely breweries by the look of it. You have another alter yeah. ego. It's Chris in Siberia. Replace that I with two E's and you have a nice pun. Uh, what yes. gave you the idea for that first day? Because that's actually a fun little one uh, that you have it's always just posting pictures of beer on my instagram and it started to like take over my whole feed and uh my wife was like you should start a beer instagram page and we talked about it she she mentioned it several times before i was like you know what i should and uh so i did and i was the the hardest thing was coming up with a name i was like what the hell am i going to call the this page you know what's the username going to be and it was staring me in the face for I don't know how long. It's like, oh, I'll just keep the same name, but Siberia. So it was good. I like that's it. I, that's how it. Uh, I do enjoy worked. a pun, as people who read the titles of the show <laughs> would realize. <laughs> it's always some yeah. sort of wordplay because you know it keeps me entertained. Sometimes people don't get it. Like I'm gonna have to call out my dad here. He didn't understand that. <laughs> the latest Star Wars wasn't called The Rays of Skywalker. <laughs> so <laughs> that's one for you. You're getting called out. But then I suppose because I've discussed this a lot with uh, my partner in crime of why beer is the greatest of drinking beverages. And I'm wondering to see, would you agree with me on this one? It's just so good socially, but it's also not enough alcohol compared to wine that you can pace yourself. And I've come up with the concept of, I just call it like the curve. It's, you know, like a logarithmic alcohol intoxication curve. If you have wine, it just shoots up. It's like time versus drunkness is the two axes. <laughs> and yeah, it's just a case of if you drink wine, if you had one or two bottles, you're absolutely plastered. If you've had a big meal and you've had two bottles of wine and then you're like, oh, yes, let's crack out the third one. It'll be fine. It's never fine to have a third bottle of wine. OK, guys, I've made that mistake twice <laughs> in Australia. No bueno. Don't do it. And then if you drink spirits like an absolute knob sipping whiskey all night, 
you're just going to be absolutely fucked. So it doesn't really work. Would you agree with those sentiments, Chris? I think so. Um, at the same time, I think wine is gross, so I don't ever drink wine. Uh, I'd, I'd love the taste of beer, so uh, especially certain styles. It's just kind of always the go-to, and you can have one and be yeah. done, or you can have three or four, you know, and, and yeah, there's different alcohol percentages and, um, you know, you kind of, kind of gauge on what, uh, how many you can have. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a specific setting too, you know, if you're surrounded by people that you'd, you're a little uncomfortable around or somebody that is maybe irritating you, you know, like, uh, you know what, I'm going to be good with this one and then I can go. Yeah. It's so, like, oh, I, I got to drive later. <laughs> um yeah can't be can't be doing that because um yeah in ireland the great phrase which is probably universal going out for one or two um <laughs> which you never go out for either one or two is usually <laughs> closer to five or six if you're going for one right. or two but if you're actually going just for one you are going for one but one or two that's dangerous territory because um coincidentally this weekend we got because there's so many nice local uh, breweries here and it's great to see uh, in the last would you say like probably 10 years all that there used to be in the pubs was like Guinness Heineken mm-hmm. Carlsberg and Budweiser and that was just the, <laughs> the mega brewery slop that right. they used to like pump out and then it's just for whatever reason I think taste in the market but nice beer started to become available. Would you, was that the same over in the States? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say about 10 years ago was when it, when I started to notice different beers and, uh, yeah, finding IPAs and a stout that's not just a Guinness. And (laughs) (laughs) I mean, over here it was like, it was all lagers. Yeah. And then the one dark beer was the Guinness. Yeah. But it was, yeah, Bud, Bud Light, Coors, Coors Light, Natty Light, you know, and then you got your ice beers. And, and Pabst Blue Ribbon <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, PBR was like, I used to book shows at a, at a club, uh, Punk Mondays were the, was the title, and uh, I would book punk bands every Monday night, and we would sell the hell out of PBR because they were like dollar PBRs. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. And back then that was fine, but then a couple of years later, it's like God, this tastes like shit. Yeah, like, I can have good beer, and I know it's more expensive, but I'd much rather just have good beer. Yeah, yeah, no, because I think my revelation, uh, I must say, it was my uncle who put me on to good beer because mm-hmm. you know he had like traveled the world, lived in different countries, uh, so obviously got to taste different stuff, and with Germany on my doorstep which is basically the mecca for beer munich especially that just changed its name to mecca i think (laughs) because it's so good um and luckily we there was a bar that opened up and it must have been just a change in the zeitgeist or something because he imported like all the beer from like germany and all different places so it was like crafty place and then i got Mm -hmm. my friend group into it and i wouldn't say we were like beer snob wanky 
but we just started to enjoy like good stuff um, yeah and then it just like everything else it was just like oh there's actually good beer in bars now very slowly yeah though. yeah um, very slow yeah because we had um there's a brewery it was probably one of the first microbreweries in ireland i reckon because it, it they say it's from the 1600s or something but there used to be a monastery on the site but it only opened in like the 90s or 80s kind of thing um uh-huh. really good so it's called the franciscan well and we locally known as the fran well because we couldn't be our saying franciscan um and they <laughs> recently well not recently probably five years ago got bought out by um cores mosen mm-hmm. and they set up a giant uh brewing facility actually in the city which is good they didn't like outsource it uh but your man got the sweetest deal ever he still gets to keep the original pub and run it and still small batch brew in there mm-hmm. so the stuff he makes on site is actually much much nicer than the stuff that's brewed off site because you know it's the way he's brewed it right. basically when you do it for scale it doesn't usually work um yeah. where the story is going is have you had much red ale yeah um i like uh if it's hoppy instead yeah. of malty the like amber ales are usually maltier but the hoppier red ales they seem to come out more around christmas time here yeah that i notice them but uh, i really like them yeah so <laughs> where this story is going they call this um their red ale there the rebel red and it's rebel because cork is where i'm from is the rebel county uh-huh. oh, and okay. our colors are red and white is the county colors so rebel red and it is delicious tastes like treacly and just very nice probably one of the nicest tasting beers but mm-hmm. and this hasn't happened to just me simon if you're listening you'll know the pain uh, so it's a verified experiment between the, the two of us at the very least. You are as sick as a dog the next day from having this, like your guts are just inside out from this red ale. <laughs> but it tastes so good. I don't know if I'm like allergic to it or not. So my follow on question is, have you found any <laughs> kryptonite beers on your travels? Uh, not really. I think my main thing is I just don't like beers that are too light. I like a lot of flavor in my beer. So if it's, you know, if it's an IPA, I like a good, strong IPA. If it's a stout, I like a good, strong stout. Um, I, I don't think I've found anything that, that does that to me unless I just have way too much of it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I haven't found a kryptonite beer, no. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm not touching lagers. So <laughs> it's not because it's kryptonite. It's just because I think they're gross overall. But Yeah, because I suppose the thing is, which I've definitely found, like there's people down here in Australia that they'd be like, oh, have you found a good pint of Guinness yet? Like I'm fucking searching far and wide for like a Guinness. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, number one, Guinness outside of Dublin tastes like shit. I will attest to that. As I said, I'm not a beer snob, but 
I know good and bad beer. So right. that's sort of the issue. So I drink what's local and because the climate is so hot down here, there is a lot of lagers, but there's also this beer called Victoria Bitter. So like a bitter lager sort of thing, but it doesn't really mm-hmm. taste bitter, but it is brewed like a lager and they are really good. Like the bitters down here. Um, it used to be one of I these think, beers. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Oh, I, I think you sent me a picture when you found that you're like, I finally found good beer here. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> the, the snobs down here would like kill me because it's owned by um, like a big brewery. But it, it was one of these things that it was struggling for years and years. And, you know, it looked like it was just like the like the tradesman, like the workman's beer and all the uh-huh. ads and stuff used to be like for hard earned thirst and like guys on building sites are like no top, but like reaching for a VB. <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But then for whatever reason, it just got a renaissance and it is really refreshing. It's like he- like heavy enough alcohol content, like four. Point eight, so it does have a good hit to it uh-huh. uh, but I can't drink that many anymore I have to be like a 4.2 kind of guy because um, <laughs> I prefer to sit down and have like 12 bottles of beer but not be <laughs> plastered just over the course right. of a night because uh, there's this other lovely brewery uh, called Young Henry's down here and they have like pale ales, Australian pale ales IPAs um, lagers, but they're all very, very good. So we got a slab of that stuff, and we were like sitting down of the Australian pale ale, just sitting down for a few hours. Last night had a few, but it's good. That this is why I was getting at earlier with the beer is so good, just for chilling out, having a few, and you can keep drinking and pace yourself. And if you need to like slow uh-huh. down, just have some water. Um, that's why I love it. Yeah, I, to me, I don't know, like the 4.8 is kind of on the low end of where, flex where I'm now, Chris? usually, I'm just saying. <laughs> you calling me a soft no, cock. I, I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not calling you soft, I'm just saying you're a wuss. No, <laughs> no, uh, um, I, I feel like that's, uh, I've noticed that more outside of the U.S. as a lot of beers that are under five for like ipas and things like that and and here it's like an ipa is at least five and a half but usually you know six seven percent and so it's kind of weird to me like i associate that usually with less flavor yeah but i mean maybe it's not when you go somewhere where they are brewing it differently yeah well on that uh, point because we got a six pack it was like one of these hey, would you like to add this to your slab for $10? It was a six-pack of um, 3.5% Pacific Ale, but it was really good, like tasty, but you wouldn't get drunk off it, but it's like they have things called like session beers down here. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah we've, we've got sessions too. Yeah, so stuff like that. But I will say when I went to um, San Diego a few years ago to the Ballast Point place, which is really heavy IPA, I think that was like my IPA revelation. Yeah was going <laughs> to san diego and they were like heavy like yeah six plus seven double IPAs yeah you're talking stuff. like their sculpins and stuff right yeah they've got a, a bunch of different sculpins now and 
and they were so good though and i was like scrolling yeah. them like i was having loads but you'd be absolutely smashed but as you can attest i'm sure chris you're older than me gets tougher to drink as you get older <laughs> like the hangovers get longer and longer and i'm not even that oh, old man. the hangovers are way worse now <laughs> it's it's definitely like okay you know what i'm cutting it off here because i don't want to wake up feeling like shit tomorrow yeah and that's, that's kind of that it. is like i have things to do. that is a big difference between like back in the days of drinking bud light and pbr and stuff like where you could have like eight of them and you wake up the next morning feeling fine and you have these IPAs that are like, that's like having three PBRs in yeah. your one beer, you know. Yeah, so yeah. you have to you have to watch it when you're not uh, when you're not used to it for sure. Yeah, but I think sometimes you know I I know you said you don't like wine, but in college there was this five euro bottle of wine, which is <laughs> it's too cheap for wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you 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 know where this story is going, and the tannins in it are just so bad that it feels like you wake up that there's like a woodpecker on your temple uh, and the worst hangover I ever had and you know the way you're meant to forget pain pain is meant to be you know <laughs> like pushing yeah, to yeah. the back of your memory um, this was height of winter so it was freezing outside and it was just uh, when I just started going out with Maeve actually and the two of us were crushed into her tiny dorm bed because it was a single bed which on a good day I can barely fit in so I don't know how the two of us are there <laughs> so I had had two not one but two bottles of wine to myself and the heating was on full blast there wasn't a drop of water or painkiller <laughs> in the room and it was just the worst morning I, I, I felt as if my mouth was like as dry as Gandhi's sandal it was so yeah. it was so bad. It was like the mummy returns when I woke up, <laughs> and yeah, I just uh, can't remember. I can't forget the pain I had. I was in a very bad way. Yeah, there was a little while there that we would, if we found a a wine bottle with a cool label on it, we would get it. And especially around Halloween time, yeah, uh, we'd we'd find like Day of the Dead themed wine or whatever and it's like oh it's only 250 cool let's get it you know we're probably not going to drink it but if you do open it it just smells like vinegar if you yeah. taste it it tastes yeah. like vinegar it's like oh i'm not drinking that. <laughs> yeah no because um as well like australia has some really really good wine regions and it was kind of funny down here because um you know like french wine is meant to be like the zenith of wine and it's meant to be the best right but they have sort of modern like lighter nicer stuff actually down here like i do enjoy the wine down here but as i was sort of saying it's just too much to drink wine you just get so drunk um yeah but there is interesting take there was actually like um a blight across europe killing all the vines um and then they had to get the roots from Australia back up into France and stuff. So, oh, French. Wow. That's weird. French wine is actually not the oldest in the world anymore. <laughs> it's actually Australian. So, now it's all Australian. Yeah, wine. it is. So, it is all Australian because they, they had to use Australian to like revive the whole thing, which I found really interesting actually. 
So yeah. if you ever yeah, hear like a French snob again or like, oh, French wine is the best. I'm like, oh, yeah, but doesn't that have like Australian root, roots in that? They'd like shut up fairly quickly. <laughs> so <laughs> well, if I ever come across a Frenchman and we start talking about it, I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. And it's like, I have it on good authority. <laughs> I didn't look <laughs> it up myself. My friend told me. <laughs> a friend told me and I believe him. Yeah. Well. After all that shiting on, I think it is time for another song. So, I think after a few beers, you might find yourself in the fifth dimension. Here it is.
and we are back from the fifth dimension um that was a really cool one as well uh we're not listening to this live guys i didn't put chris through his own songs don't worry this is all in the magic of the editing so do you have any you can't plan- tell them that you can't i know. tell them these things i know no peaks behind, behind the curtain the- i know they already got the peak a few months ago but this is extra peaks guys this is what it takes there's lots of editing it's not just record and upload some people like to do that <laughs> but at However, least there's a bit of polish yeah. there are so many starts and stops they don't even understand yeah we're gonna make a sound much more coherent i'm not after a few beers now mind <laughs> i might sound like i am it's early in the morning I'm trying to do these time zones man this is why it hasn't happened in the last year because it's like i had to wait for the housemates to like get out of the house i was making coffees people are boiling kettles blasting <laughs> no, youtube videos it's it's tough i i have a question about that sure do they know that you do a podcast uh i think i mentioned it but uh they're okay, not so here now they don't, obviously but they don't listen to to hear you bitch no, about how terrible they, they are they don't i'm not saying no because i've had three sets of housemates now oh, okay. since i've been here because uh, they all seem to just do their six months and leave uh so the first couple ended up like breaking up <laughs> it was like getting <laughs> frostier <laughs> by the day um that that doesn't sound awkward to be in the middle of it all yeah because just to cast listeners cast your ears back to the ketchup fairy episode oh it was, yeah it was that, that yeah it was the day i was going to confront them uh they actually broke up so that was like messy and then the second guys were like the height of misery they were misery personified and they lasted six months and they left and now these new guys they're two american students actually they're quite nice but you know it's just nothing in common so <laughs> we just don't really talk it's like two couples existing in the same space um like parallel universes don't really interact that much <laughs> but it's yeah because we're we're in the city which is great we're just connected to everything we're at the center of the spider's web so to speak uh i'd never like move closer for work especially given how precarious uh visas are and stuff it's like why like i'm not here permanently i don't have a choice in the matter so it's like you might as well be in the hub uh and to make a long story short really it is tough to get a podcast down in australia but i am trying my best for season four to deliver the goods um another we don't have much structure to this today but it was really just uh, an opportunity to catch up with you because uh it's grand just to send a few messages like every couple of weeks just to be like, hey, yeah, how are you getting yeah, on? Hey, how's it going? What, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> but it's, it's good because uh, it's kind of funny because when since being down here, um, we've never met in person, but you are one of the few people who have been like touching base. So I said, oh, Jesus, I got I got to get Chris back on. It's not fair. <laughs> He's like waiting in the wings for ages, like tag team match in wrestling. You're like, tag yeah, me I'm just in, waiting for the in. hot tag. I know. So we're here now chatting. But I know and now we're just talking about beer. I know. Well, I kind of wanted to talk. I wanted to see how it would be. Like you couldn't really have a drink along episode because that wouldn't really work. 
given the time zones it's like barely the morning here for yeah me. yeah i mean i had a beer at lunch but that was you know four hours ago at this point so yeah you wouldn't even count that and for you that just makes you an alcoholic exactly so. and i'm not an alcoholic despite the previous conversation we were just having there about drinking three bottles of wine that was between two people okay that wasn't that wasn't just me but yes in college the college days but i think just on that i guess you do need those um debaucherous uh college days to actually get a handle on what you can and can't drink you know so if you're going out you know from college days i shouldn't have 12 pints tonight because i have a child to look after in the morning <laughs> do you ever find that um the beer drinking uh, interferes with your uh, parental duties chris um parental duties not really because my kid's 20 now so uh, she lives here but uh yeah not not really um if anything it might interfere a little bit with making music yes because uh you know if i'm if i'm out at the bar i'm not making music but uh yeah because um that's (laughs) i have a story about an old manager i won't mention his name for fear of getting sued or something if he ever came across this we'll just call him uh timothy quint <laughs> not gonna edit God that damn out. timothy quint i'm gonna edit that out because it's, it's too close to the real name <laughs> uh we'll just call him frank and frank, God damn frank when i first met frank he looked like he had quite sallow skin and one time we were out for lunch or something or maybe out for a beer and uh he was like oh sure you know yourself like when you're after a few drinks on a friday and you're waking up at like half 12 on a saturday and the kids are screaming for their breakfast and i just looking at my colleague in shock he's telling us and then i think he kind of quickly realized like oh shit (laughs) <laughs> that isn't normal because so, he was like oh, I used to take turns with my wife to like who could drink the most basically at the weekend and then very soon after that he became like a teetotaler and was like I don't drink anymore and I think what ended up happening remember at the start of his, well Jesus I said he was sallow his skin started clearing up. I'd say he had like some liver damage or something. He actually was like had jaundice. Yeah, probably. Uh, he started clearing up, uh, looked much healthier. I was like, Jesus. But he had bought like crates and crates of um, like old, or not old, Jesus, alcohol-free beer as well <laughs> to like have in the fridge and stuff. Uh, so he can wean himself off of yeah, the real I thing. So. I think so. So this guy, yeah. Best of luck to you, Frank, <laughs> and everything you're doing. Um, I hope I hope it's working for him. I know. I hope so. So it's never affected me that much where I'm getting up at half 12. Uh, I had a few yeah. beers yesterday, as I mentioned, and I was up at 8 o'clock getting ready to chat with you. So there we go. Responsible. You're being responsible. I know. I'm being an adult now. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're coming up on... 40 minutes do you want to start winding down okay yeah Yeah, uh, whatever you want to do i don't want the housemates to come back from the gym and i'm like sitting (laughs) recording 
Um, sitting there in your underwear. I know. Well, I'm actually just wearing shorts. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So I can wish I could. I wish I could wear shorts right now. Yeah, it's really toasty in here, and I need to get air. <laughs> I need to open the window. Um, okay. So, given that it is the year of the rat, I think that's uh, quite foreboding that Trump is going to get elected again. Um, so oh, I'm going to leave people with that thought. And uh, just before we wrap up here with Chris, we're going to just play one last song from the album just to cap it for three. And it's very fitting for the Lunar New Year. I know it's for the new moon, but fuck you guys. It works for the show. We're going to play Full Moon Trance. Thank you. 
And that everyone was full moon trance. Uh, that's what you're going to be in after the Lunar New Year. Because you know what happens after the Lunar New Year? It's going to be a full moon. Okay? I made it work. Now, Chris, <laughs> it's been quite fun chatting with you today. I don't know what it will be fun a good for anyone time. listening. <laughs> but I always do enjoy speaking with you. So we'll have to reconvene again in less than three years' time. Um, we'll yeah, yeah. And I know. maybe we'll uh, talk about something... Your next More album. than beer? Maybe um, not. We'll talk about whiskey then next time. Okay. So, Chris, thank you very much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Where can people uh, find your projects online? All the links again will be in the show notes, but it's good to hear it from the horse's mouth, or the werewolf's mouth, I should say. Um, You know, I think most of what, where I actually post is uh, Instagram these days. Just username Werewolves in Siberia on Instagram, and uh, there's a Facebook page, and you know all the all the normal things people do uh, to find the music. the The best way to buy the music is at werewolvesinsiberia.bandcamp.com, or you can just stream it online like everybody else does these days, and uh, that that's how you do it. I give you point zero 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 two cents per listen. It's yeah, all in a yeah. hard day's work. So, Chris, once yeah. again, thank you very much for having me on. It's been a blast. And to everyone out there, happy Lunar New Year's. Happy Lunar New Year. Have a, a great year of the rat. And it's been a great one so far. First month down, 11 to go. Until next time, thank you all for listening. You can find me on the usuals at the Bazaar cast at most things. And make sure to like, subscribe and leave a review. See you next time. End of line. And it is not the end of the line. I'm going to end with an original little ode to beer, and you will get a fresh haiku in the show notes, so make sure to stick around for that. An ancient brew enjoyed by us, around which there's much to discuss. Sips, spills, chugs, and overside jugs, large drinking vessels too, a pint, a quart, a schooner, there's nothing I'd like sooner, at the end of a day to part ways with my pay, than a belly full of beer from now to doomsday. <laughs>